we present, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Thank you and hello again and welcome to what's called a panel game because no one's yet come up with an alternative definition that's broadcastable. <laughs> we have two teams taking part. On my left, Barry Crown and Graham Garden. <laughs> and on my right, John Junkin and William Ruskin. <laughs> and we go into the, immediately into the first round which uh, takes as its starting point the poverty of the international film industry. For economic reasons, new films will have to be remakes of pairs of old films. And I want to hear from the teams the resulting titles, and I'll award points for anything approaching humour. Graham Garden, will you start? Ah, right. This is a film that's been remade out of uh, half a sixpence, The Dirty Dozen, and The Exorcist. And it's half a dozen eggs. <laughs> Right, John Junkin. Ah, uh, this is a film which is a union between Rob Roy and the Leather Boys, and it's called Jockstrap. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, how about yours? Stand back for a blockbuster <laughs> made from the films of latter years, Lord of the Flies. And Flash Gordon. And the new film is entitled, Would You Mind Accompanying Me to the Station? <laughs> this is where I introduce the round that's played at the end of the programme in order to give the teams time to think of the silly names for people arriving this week at the Housewives Ball. Housewives Ball. Got that, teams? Yes. Right. We go on to the next round, which is called Sound Charades. One team has to make noises and the other team must guess what they mean. <laughs> it's been my impression they've been doing that up to now, but still. The audience <laughs> are let into the secret and can help by applauding when they think they're getting warmer and doing the other thing when they're not. I'm not going to read that again because it didn't make any sense the first time and it's a lot to do the second time. But anyway, those of you who are listening at home uh, had better both uh, pay strict attention now because a mystery <laughs> voice will tell you what the particular um, subject is. And the first team to give their subject will be Barry and Graham. Oh. Barry and Graham's charade is Harvey. Harvey. I'm going to ask, before the others try and guess your subject, I'm going to go ask whether it's a, 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 a book or a play or a film or a television series or what. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. It's a play and a film and a play. Indeed, yes. Right, will you do your charade, please? Uh, uh, who's that? Uh, who's that fellow with ours? Two fingers in the air. That was either his James Stewart or his Vera Lynn impression. <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet again, don't know why. Oh, you guessed it. <laughs> yes, and a horse. It's, it's somebody riding a horse, riding past either a very rude gentleman or Winston Churchill. 
Is there a place called that at all, do you know? No. There isn't? No. Oh. Um, I think we ought to help them by asking... Does Harvey words. enter into it? It does. Oh! oh. <laughs> uh, how? Well, Harvey entered into it in the nick of time, so that's uh, <laughs> oh. a mark now to Willie Rushton, and we go over to uh, you, John and Willie, and uh, meanwhile the audience here will be shown your subject on a board... Listen, those of you at home, for the mystery voice. Tim and Willie's charade is funny lady. Funny lady. Ah, ah. Yes. Ah. Ah. This, this uh, is a film. Um, Miss Blinkinsop, why don't you come back to my apartment and we'll discuss this in detail over a cocktail. Very well, darling. <laughs> oh, the, oh, um, the odd couple. No. <laughs> <laughs> Will you tell them how many words they're trying to get? Two. Just... Two. The. It's one no. a definite article. No, not usually. The no. indefinite article? No, no, no not at all. Not no, at all. No, no. Yeah. no. So it's like... It's an adjective and a noun. Secretary. It's like something, something. Put a time limit on them, Pump. Stop making rules. Ah. <laughs> uh, you do lose, lo you, you lose a point for each half hour. Ah. <laughs> so, thank you, sir. Was it the secretary? No. No, no. Uh, Much of the clue appeared in the fact that that was my deeper voice I employed for Miss Blenkinsop or Fortescue. I played both with equal you skill. Did. Incredible, that. Amazing. Is uh, Miss Fortescue... I don't think they're going to get it. I don't think we are, actually. No. Uh, Shall we tell them? So. You tell them. You do it so well. Funny lady. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. <laughs> We'll give you another chance uh, to catch up there, Barry and Graham, with uh, another subject. The audience is going to be shown it right now. <laughs> and the mystery voice will tell you at home. And this time, Barry and Graham's charade is The Merry Wives of Windsor. The Merry Wives of Windsor. Are they looking for a play, a film, or a what? This time they're looking for a play. A play, yeah. yes. yes. Play on words. <laughs> I say, I've just married Prince Charles. <laughs> I've married Prince Charles. I've just married him too, my own. I've married him as well. <laughs> so have I. I've just married Prince Charles. Oh, I've just married Prince Charles. <laughs> Not the bigamist. <laughs> Royal Hunt of the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, air on a shoestring. <laughs> <laughs> Crown matrimonial. No. no. I'll give you a clue. It's quite difficult. <laughs> um, Was the fact that you were hysterical with glee relevant? No. No. <laughs> I know what it is. Uh, I think I do anyway. The Merry Wives of Windsor. Yeah. Oh. John Junkin and William Rushton, you have another uh, effort yes, now, Indeed, another subject now. And the charade that Tim and Willie will act out is a little night music. A little night music. You are looking for a musical play. A musical play. Yes, right. we'll be that kind. Are you ready, sir? Right. There's no... Shut up down there! 
<laughs> Apart from a little night music. Ah. <laughs> Very smart to do it. one program. It's <laughs> very quick, Barry, but not quite quick enough. And, uh, <laughs> well, in the lead now. Now, the next round, under the pathetic title of "It Has Been Said," is concerned with quotations. I'll give each of you, in turn, an impossibly obscure quotation, and I want you to identify its author and the circumstances under which it was said. John, I'm going to start with you. Are you all set for your quotation? I am. These I are am. all genuine quotations, and you should know them all. John, yours is, cheer up, the worst is yet to come. Cheer up, the worst is yet to come. This was said by an announcer on independent television just before sale of the century. <laughs> well, quite near it. You get your point for that one. Thank you. It was actually said by somebody called Philander Johnson. Who is an announcer on ITV? Yes, exactly. <laughs> As we all know. Barry. He, he was before he said that. Barry, your quotation's coming up now. Yes. I can tell the sex of a seagull 30 yards off. <laughs> George Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, you get a mark for that because it was, as you realise, brilliant, but... Uh, <laughs> The, the real answer is that well-known ornithological voyeur, Jean Giraudoux. Oh. Mm. Right. Got that down? And we all yes. know about Willie him. Rushton. Yes. Here's yours. Cats yes. and monkeys, monkeys and cats, all human life is there. Cats and monkeys, monkeys and cats. Um, Beverly Nichols. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or was it King Kong? I was standing so far away and the paper's all <laughs> Right, yes. Well, I'll tell you the real one for that, and the reason why you're not going to get a mark ah. is that it was the well-known uh, American uh, novelist Henry James. Yes. Right. He was inside King He was the creature within King Kong. He wore the King Kong get out. He was King Kong. Graham Garden. He and Ivan Novello. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just gossip, was Graham Garden. Sir. The winds come to me from the fields of sleep. <laughs> the winds come to me from the fields of sleep. That is actually was said by disgruntled of Kidderminster <laughs> when writing to the local paper complaining about the offensive nature of a nearby farm. Um, in fact, it, it's, uh, it should be the winds come to me from the fields of sheep <laughs> and is to be found in the Oxford Book of Misprints. <laughs> well, it it's actually comes from the Oxford Book of English verse so that oh, you're that pretty well, well yeah. there. Yeah. And it was by William Wordsworth. Let's have another round of that. All eh? right. Why not? Why? Right, John Duncan. Yes. Here's another one for you. But lasting joy is the man attend who has a polished female friend. <laughs> lasting joys, the man attend who has a polished female friend. This was coined as an advertising slogan by a man called Sidney Slingsby, who just invented woman polish. <laughs> I'll buy well, uh, he was a widow cleaner. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure, John, you'd like me to give Graham a point for that. <laughs> I'd like to give him a split lip for that. 
was actually said, uh, written by a very daft poet of some years ago called the Reverend Cornelius Wurr. Barry, yours is coming up now. If you start throwing hedgehogs under me, I shall throw two porcupines under you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, if you start throwing hedgehogs under me, I shall... I shall throw two porcupines under oh, you. Oh, it's very dialectic, that. That is, um... That's Mao Zedong. Um... <laughs> We're to friends of Margaret Thatcher hot pot <laughs> supper. <laughs> I cheated. I remembered the exact occasion. <laughs> well, Thank cheating you or not, applause. you're in the right, within the right power block. It was actually, uh, as you know, Nikita Khrushchev. One and the same. Have you ever seen them together? <laughs> uh. Willie, another one for you now. Yes. One is not born a woman. One becomes one. One is not born a woman. One becomes one. Uh, a short-sighted rabbi. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, it was actually Simone de Beauvoir. Oh, couldn't a part-time rabbi. <laughs> Which brings us to Graham, your last uh, quotation, and yours is, Use your frog as though you loved him. <laughs> Use your frog as though you loved him. Yes. That was said by Mr. Nimrod Juncture of Billy Ricky. I think you'll find. Who also asked for 37 other offences to be taken into consideration. <laughs> and his, his real name was, as you probably guessed, yes. Isaac Walton. Oh, right, yes. Oh, right. That unfortunately puts you in the lead again as we go on to the next round, which is called Pick Up Song for some unknown reason. In this round, I will start you off on a song and then I shall stop on a word in the lyric unless encouragement from the audience uh, forces me to go on to the end of the song. <laughs> anyway, when I stop, a member of the opposing teams then take up that word but sing a different song starting with it. Are you with it? Who starts? Right. We'll start here with Barry Cryer. Oh. Your song, <coughs> Barry. A song? I'm going to start you off on a song. Oh, I see. You're going to start me off. I'm going to stop on a word of it, and you must pick up that word and start a new song. And I assure you there is a song that starts with this word. I see. Here we go. I think that I shall never see A poem lovely as a tree Tree, right, well, little girls from school, friend. are we? Yeah. Can Gilbert I just tell you, because I forgot to tell you before that, that you must stop on a word in your rendition and it'll be taken up by the other side. Are we? <laughs> Are we? Oh, we? We. We. The red, red robin comes bob, bob, bobbing along. Oh, dear, oh, dear. A long, a long, long time. <laughs> From May to September. Excellent. September. No. <laughs> timber. What? Timber. 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 Blue. Timber. Timber. Green bottles. Timber. Green bottles hanging on the wall. Wall, Benny. Wall meet again. Wall go away. But I know, no, 
No, no, no, no. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to cop out. No strings, no connection? No, no, no. a thousand times no. <laughs> that throws no back to you. Oh, no, 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 all right, no. 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 Well, the audience is singing a song. No business like show business, like no business, I know. That is no strings, no connections, no ties to my affections. I'm fancy free and free for anything. Fancy. No chains can't be broken. No. Where are we now? Broken. Broken. It was the first really bad one. Um... If the audience has any suggestions, I'd ask them to sing them at the top of their voices. <laughs> Nobody needs me. That was written by Graham Garden. Um, no, no, no. Broken, broken. Broken trees, broken blossoms, yeah. broken lakes are all the same to me. Me. You I wrote that, that yesterday. Do you want to, there's a challenge. Barry, you're being challenged by John Junkin, who says that you made that up. I did make it up. I wrote it yesterday. It is an existing song. Challenge. Sing the rest of it. Challenge Rushton. Cha- challenge Rushton, indeed. Yeah, challenge Willie. Go on. on, Broken. You have to start a song. We throw the challenge back. Too late back. now. Too the late. gauntlet late. is in your I face. Broken, oh, that one. Broken Blossoms, what was it? Fell on me or something, you said. That's right. Well, my time. song? Yes. Oh, no, it's copyright. I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we've come to a natural conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to try another one? I'll start you off with another... Uh, Willie, I'll start you off right. with a song, if you like, because I'm, I'm really rather getting into this singing business. All right? Yes. Once in a while, will you try to give one little... <laughs> little... Little things mean a lot. Little... Little... Little Sir Echo, hello, hello, good evening. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, I'll leave you with hello. Hello. Which how do you do, anyway? But then it's hello, hello. What? No, it's uh, little sir, echo, how do you I didn't do? know that, so it doesn't count. Hello, hello. 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 To be absolutely fair, hello, we'll give... lady friend. That's it. Who's the little girly? Girly. Girly, one more morning, just as a time. <laughs> I heard a maiden sing in the valley. Valley. <laughs> <laughs> valley. Sally. <laughs> Your real name is Sally. <laughs> um, you're not allowing that, are you? I can sure, well, I'll see allow by your At this stage in the game, I'll allow anything. Yes. Quit while you're behind. Valley. 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 Can we throw it back at them now? I like throwing it back at them, you know. All right, throw it back at them. Yes, with a valley word. But you lose we lose out, all ends up, if they do. You lose 35 points for Yes, indeed, I appreciate that, Humphrey. Valley, 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 Thank you very much for the entry. Thank you very much, thank you very, very, very much. Much. What? Is it me? Oh, it's back to me, is it? Much. Much. Give him another tablet. They're wearing off. Much, much. Um... We're getting away with murder. Much, mm. much, 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 much in up and down again. No. That's boots. Much. Quiet. Oh, ah. yes. The audience, a community singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Much. Binding in the marsh. Thank you, audience. <laughs> I've got a very good backing group, I'll tell you that. Marsh. 
Ma, Ma, she's making eyes at me. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Yes, with that one, Willie, I'm going to award that round to you without any further uh, discussion. And we come now to a round which is called Last Episode. And in this round, the aim is to put the last nail in the coffin of a long-running radio or television show and close the series in one line. And Colin Sell will play the theme music and I shall award points for bad taste. We're <laughs> going to start with Willie Rushton. Willie, I'd like you to do the very final line of The Archers. When did they start using B-27s for crop spraying? <laughs> Yes, very good. Graham Garden. Now, we shall tread carefully here. I want you to provide the very final line for that popular long-running series, The Queen's Speech. (laughs) My boyfriend and I... John Junkin. Another popular series for you to put the uh, kibosh on with the last line, and that is Desert Island Discs. Well, my guest tonight has chosen eight records by Marcel Marceau. Never mind, John, the Radio 3 audience at home will be applauding wildly. <laughs> yeah, but they're listening to Radio 3. <laughs> Hello, Eric and Gladys. <laughs> Barry Klein. Your series is Ironside. Well, here we are on the top of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Well, the uh, two teams are absolutely neck and neck as we come into the straight and for the last round, which is the one where they announce their arrivals for the Housewives' Ball. I'm open now for suggestions from any of you. Stand back a decent pace for <coughs> Mr. and Mrs. Wash and I'll Dry and their son Hugh Wash and I'll Dry. <laughs> sharpen, sharpen your apathy, if you will. <laughs> For the not unrelated family, Mr. and Mrs. Chinsink and their son Kit Chinsink. <laughs> Reveal your chapped knees <laughs> for Mr. and Mrs. Freezer and their Frigidaire DP Freezer. <laughs> and his friend Rafe Frigerator. Oh, <laughs> following in the same chilly mood, will you welcome Mr. and Mrs. The Fridge? And their television celebrity son, D. Frost, the fridge. Have some charity for a Hungarian family. Mr. and Mrs. Beds and their daughter, Magda Beds. 
Pray silence for Mr. and Mrs. Swasher and their daughter, Dee Swasher. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Davis and their window-cleaning son, Shammy Davis. Who? <laughs> it has been brooded abroad. has been seen in the company of the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Springfield, Duster Springfield. <laughs> Let us march into the European Economic Community and welcome, as they indeed march in, Herr and Frau Judicious and their son, Hans Arch Judicious. <laughs> then humour doesn't travel. Also from Germany, will you please welcome Herr Dreyer, Herr Curler, Herr Spray and Herr Nett. <laughs> this is Go Thursdays. <laughs> With the light of her life, her only son, the veteran crooner, Bingo Thursdays. <laughs> and a little sympathy, please, for Mr. and Mrs. Floor and their rather loose moral daughter, Scrubber. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Pinney and their ape, Ron. <laughs> At this point, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you the final score. A devout fact. family. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Duster and their clerical son, Father Duster. <laughs> <laughs> On our own, lads, mark your cards. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Anthropoid and her eye-level gorilla. Well, ladies and gentlemen, at which stage I have to tell you what the final score is. Can you put your hands together, please? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but hands. also, will you welcome Mr. and Mrs. Srapint today, please, Milton? <laughs> <laughs> and their daughter, Annette Srapint today, please, Milton? All on his own, be kind to him. A lad, never at his best at breakfast, Ronnie Egg. <laughs> That last and the Bacon family, their son, Chris P. Bacon. <laughs> Lord and Lady <laughs> Teapot and their daughter, Lydia. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Tukoffee and their trendy son, in Stan Tukoffee. That final burst, ladies and gentlemen, brings the score to a situation which I'm sure everybody concerned will find satisfactory. Graham and Barry have actually scored most points, but Willie Rushton and John Duncan have won. <laughs> and we shall continue this gripping serial next week, so goodbye. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, John Junkin and William Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Simon Brett. Mm -hmm.